Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and in this episode, we talk about homeschooling during hardship. It's part of every person's life, and having the right approach to homeschooling during these tough times is important. Before we begin, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for helping make the Smiling Homeschooler possible. We work with them because we believe their curriculum is one of the best out there and helps more homeschoolers smile. Go support them and check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, thank you to Homeschooling Today magazine for supporting what we do. They are another fantastic source of homeschooling encouragement, so please go subscribe to their magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But all right, let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, we're ready to go. It's a, it was another beautiful day here in northern Indiana. Um, it totally felt like spring, and even our daffodils have poked through the ground and uh, I noticed them, they were covered in snow last week, um, but uh, it feels wonderful, glorious. We are totally good with sunshine and spring weather and ready to say goodbye to winter. Uh, but Ben, your, your family's been like sickness. I mean, it is... uh, in fact, the entire Wilson clan, except this house right here, is not good. Yeah, it's been crazy, I guess. I mean, I think we think it's some version of the flu, but man, uh, I mean, Rissa really until yesterday, some, and then today for sure, she hadn't had like energy and uh, I mean, literally it was almost couch ridden for like 10 days straight. Uh, and then before that, she had stuff with like a rib and alignment and all that. So she was really almost out for like almost three weeks straight. But uh, and yeah, the sickness, it, it lasted a long time, took it out of her. Uh, and obviously being, you know, eight months pregnant, it doesn't help uh, or essentially nine months. So we're now in the final stretch. We're only like less than a month away at this point. I mean, technically, it's a month to her due date today that we're recording this. But I wouldn't be shocked if she goes you know, sooner than that. So. Uh, but yeah, the yep. kids have also gotten uh, it, of course, one after another. So it kind of prolongs the whole thing, but hopefully we're on the tail end of it. I'm well, your brother, Jed, who's so. only like, who just turned 16, you know, he was, uh, he's all compassionate. I know that Carolyn Ike's, uh, wife is sick and And as they were leaving, as Ike was leaving, he, uh, Jed said, tell Carolyn to man up. <laughs> That's <always> helpful. <laughs> yeah, you have to remember that one someday when he's married for sure. Exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's yeah. just draining, and that's kind of honestly what like made me uh, was thinking about this topic. Is not you know in the grand scheme of everything, this is not true hardship. You know, there's uh, life events that are way way worse than just the flu. Um, but I do think you know, and I would of, use that for your with your wife. Just say you know you could have cancer right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I do. I Man do. up. <laughs> that's why we haven't talked in three weeks so no. <laughs> exactly yeah no uh but i still think you know I, I mean just in general there's so many things whether it's you know it could be loss of a family member it could be you know i know you know um some parents you know maybe they've got you know you know, parents that they have to take care of or other family members that they're having to care for, uh, pregnancy. I mean, pregnancy obviously takes it out of you. It's tough. It's hard. Uh, I can't even imagine, but, uh, you know, all these things are part of life, but it's still 
homeschooling must go on, you know, to some extent, but maybe it doesn't, you know, so that's kind of what my, uh, I, th- I was thinking one of the topics I think for today was just talking through that. And obviously you guys went through eight pregnancies and, you know, sicknesses and other things. Uh, so it's just part of been part of your guys' life to some extent. How, did you feel like that had a big impact and what are your initial, you know, kind of thoughts on homeschooling and just being a homeschooler during the hardships of life? Well, you know, and they they don't end. I mean, because even though uh, your wife is having a baby, you know, and and is in sickness, you know, that affects us, you know, because we've been watching kids, not just your kids, but cats, kids, and we're babysitting all the time. And I know there are times, and your your mom has such a good perspective because she's like, I, I don't know if she said it last week. She goes, I feel like I've hardly even done any school this week because of watching children and tournaments, basketball tournaments. And, you know, and really when she was newer at homeschooling, it would have freaked her out. I mean, she would have said, I mean, our kids are going to be dumb. We're not, we're never covering anything. We're not getting anything done. She doesn't feel that way anymore. I mean, she really feels like, you know, that God's in kind of control of the whole thing. You know, it's obviously part of his plan. And our kids learn things. They learn things, not just, you know, it's not like you think, oh, they learn on their own. So, you know, they'll they'll go off to their rooms and learn something. But they're learning something by adjusting. You know, they're learning how sickness works and how, not like they're learning about sickness. They're just learning how family functions in that. And I think... Again, I think those are invaluable lessons because when we put them in a school setting, in a institutional school setting, we really ship them away from family. So they don't learn that at home. You know, you, you kind of read about things, um, but we just adjust. And I think, you know, with having a baby, uh, I hear moms on Facebook all the time. They'll say, oh, yeah, we've taken the three months off because of having a baby or four months or five months off for having a baby. And really, they're not missing a thing. Their kids aren't missing anything. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a major part of life, and uh, it's the reality of what they're going to go through someday probably, and being able to experience that with you is such a cool gift and is so invaluable that many people don't even, you know, aren't even aware of it. And, and, you know, that being said, as a kid, like, and especially as a boy, I didn't really wasn't super involved, you know, and helping with helping with the kids, you know, I kind of like, I guess Abe just showed up someday, you know, or whatever, but it is kind of funny. You can't even hardly remember having any other. Exactly. They they did just just show show up. up. Yeah. Um, but I think it's still important to be aware of it. And, And one of the biggest, I think things that over the last few weeks that, you know, just any hardship, it really, um, highlights the need for grace, I think, for you know your kids, but also from God, just because it is, it can be tough, and that can cause you know the fraying of nerves and your patience and everything else, and it can make uh, parenting really, really difficult, which is part of homeschooling. So, uh, homeschooling is part of that. So, I think uh, 
realizing that that's going to be part of it and that just cutting yourself some slack and showing some grace that it's okay if we don't get anything done this week if you know if you're struggling with something or working uh, you know you've got something hard going on because uh, adding that stress on top of all of that is not going to make it any better that's for sure uh, and it's not going to make it more effective if you're all just you know uh, just pushing even during something that's really a hard time and I'll, I'll tell you what here's the thing I'll hear mom say, oh, we'll just make it up in the summer. You don't need to make up anything. You know, there's nothing to make up. You just you just pick up where you left off, you know. And if you have a good day that week, then you do a little bit of school. Um, again, I would fight the urge. Um, now, I know when your kids are sick and when you're, you're right in the midst of it, you know, it's easy just to say, hey, let's just watch TV the whole time. I get that. We did it. We did it. That's okay. Um, I'd still do it. You know, one of my grandchildren are over. I'm like, man, they've been here for 15 minutes. Let's turn on the TV. <laughs> you know, uh, Debbie's better than that. She's like, let's play a game. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure you wouldn't rather watch Bluey? <laughs> you know, um, so you don't have to beat yourself up over that. But sometimes I do think, um, you know, and sometimes it's easy to mistake, um, you know, playing video games or whatever, as that that's kind of learning. Um, I would just let your kids sometimes, you know, just let them be bored and let them figure it out. Like we've talked about lots of times in the past. And they usually can fill it in with lots of play time and discovery time. And they're learning, again, gobs in that. But don't don't fall for that pitfall that somehow you're missing out and that you're, you need to make it up later. In fact, I just, I was reading something and I had this feeling, I had this feeling in the pit of my stomach where this article or whatever, they were talking about, not sure if your kids have learned enough, you can have us test them. You know, you can do these testing right from the privacy of your own home. And it just makes me mad because all that does is feeds insecurity because there are very few people who would probably get to the end of that test and go, even if your kid scored 100, you'd still think, oh, we're missing something. I know we're missing something. So don't do it. Don't do it. You know, just relax should just and be, enjoy where you are. Want to be a stressed out nut job and hate your life? Take this test now. You know? Exactly. Like, oh, exactly. Yeah, but, so yeah. don't do it. But yeah, I think it's an important thing and it's going to be something that every every mom who homeschools is going to have to go through something at some point and just every family in general. I mean, it's part of life and, uh, mm. you know, it's 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 unescapable to some, ex, some extent. And really, I think the school has shown us that that they do it too. You know, I mean, when COVID came, psh, they shut down the whole world, you know, and for months and months and months. And or when they have snow days, they shut down. When they have heat days they shut down and you know teacher appreciation days they shut down so you know they they flex a little bit too so don't feel like you can't yeah um just really enjoy that downtime because really i mean it's it kind of like covid you know there i can remember looking back we had some really precious times because we were at home and then you get right back into the swing of things and you forget all that and you go back it's like being in an rv when our when our when we are in our RV, we enjoy the closeness of family. Everybody's smushed together, but then when we get back home, we spread out again. We go our separate directions, and you know we miss out on all that good stuff that that yeah. that special time had. And I think you know at home when you're having a baby, that's a special time. When you're when really when you're sick, that's a special time. 
um, that I, I don't want you or us to miss. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I was reading something just today where someone said something about like, you know, all of the talking to's and the sit downs with their parents, you know, through life were, you know, important and stuff. But at the same time, most of what they learned on how to act as an adult was from watching their parents and just, you know, picking, just being around their, their, their family, you know, and, and as uh, Carmela here said in the comments, she said, I absolutely believe and agree that pausing school during hardships allows for learning in real life scenario and how's we as adults handle it. Little eyes are watching, hearts are feeling, and we're all growing and we adapt. It's what homeschooling yeah. is for. Uh, and I mean, it's true. Said. It's scary because <laughs> your kids are watching. Uh, and like I said, that's where grace comes in because, you know, you're going to blow it. And that's that's part, again, that's not to be unexpected. There is there You're not going to be perfect all the time, but uh, it is a great opportunity as well. And that's the beauty of really, you know, they your kids need to see you blow it. They need to see you fail so they can see you try again so they can see that you don't stop and collapse under the pressure you know that you ask forgiveness and that you move forward i mean that's part of it what a tragedy it would be if your kids got to adulthood and they didn't see you blow it you know because they're going to blow it and wouldn't it be terrible if they came back and said to you well my mom and dad they never had these problems well of course they did they may not have shown them um, but yeah. in homeschooling, you really do show them all the time. Yeah. And uh, Kelsey here said we had a hard week last week just dealing with life. We didn't get a lot of book work done, but we focused on our family and it ended up being a great week, which is just awesome. That's awesome to hear. So well that done. Awesome. You chose awesome. the right, made the right choice in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but real quick here, let's take a moment just to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for helping make The Smiling Homeschooler uh, possible. They are a math curriculum that is actually very independent. So if you are in a time where maybe you need your, or even if you're not, but you're, you need your kid to just be a little bit more independent, they can do it on their own. It's fun. It's engaging. Um, and they're just an amazing company and have a great approach to uh, math. So definitely go check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Uh, we appreciate everything they do. And as Ben has already said, uh, we're also uh, thankful for the partnership we have with Homeschooling Today magazine. And as he mentioned, the magazine uh, for the winter edition just came out. Uh, I got mine a couple days ago, and uh, I was looking through it today. Just an amazing magazine. So many great articles. So encouraging. So practical. They have book reviews. They have uh, tips. And they have, you know, just great articles. They remind you to homeschool boldly and to do it just what we were saying, not to get stressed out over all the the daily um, pressures, but to just to enjoy your children. And for that, we are so thankful for them and helping us do what we do. Yeah. Um, all right. So the other thing that I wanted to uh, kind of bring up was we had uh, one of our... Um, Facebook followers messaged us, which you're welcome to do if you ever have a topic or a question or just, you know, need some encouragement, you're welcome to message us over on Facebook. Uh, but the gist, I'm not going to read it for, verbatim, but the gist of the message was essentially, you know, she was worried that as homeschooling has become more mainstream and larger and there's more people doing it, uh, that, you know, initially it was very, I would say, very, um, you know, Christian based, very, uh, uh, you know, kind of championed by uh 
people, you know, believers. Um, and that's changing a lot over time. And most of our audience uh, are believers, but a lot of them aren't as well, I'm sure. Um, you know, and she was just kind of saying she was worried how that would change homeschooling going forward. Um, and, you know, and obviously we, we do think homeschooling is great for everyone. We do approach ours as faith in our belief in Christ is the number one priority for us. Um, but dad, uh, I don't, I think you actually read the message and responded to her, mm-hmm. but what was your overall thought to that idea of losing kind of, I think it's almost more, and we've talked about it a little bit before, but kind mm-hmm. of losing the true purpose of homeschooling to just, you know, we make it this, you know, we're better than the schools academically. We're better than all that. Is that mm-hmm. enough? Uh, do you think it has a danger of warping homeschooling into something that isn't what it was and what the real um strength of it was or is i i i think yes yes that is a danger you know and as i wrote to the uh the mom who uh asked the question um there are a lot of non-christian homeschoolers in fact there are groups called pagan homeschoolers and um there are some that make it very obvious uh, or uh, that they are not in it for anything to do with God or the Bible or any faith at all, um, you know. And there are Muslim homesco- Muslim homeschoolers and uh, probably Buddhist homeschoolers, um, you know. And when we first started, it was kind of a born out of, I believe, a uh, Christian ideal, you know, that it was uh, people who wanted because of they believe, you know, they could do it better than the school and because they wanted to to do it from a biblical uh world view um it kind of did start that way and when we started we would go to homeschool conventions even before we started speaking at them and it was lots of like-minded people and again a plug for conventions that's the beauty of it um and i i would still say when we go to homeschool conventions even we go to a not necessarily a uh only christian homeschool event the vast majority are Christians. I spoke one time in California at this large homeschool kind of co-op thing. I mean, it was a thousand people. And 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 they when they picked me up from the airport, I remember I was with my son, Ike, and Ike was just a little kid at the time. And we rode in a limo and, I, and Ike was like in heaven. He was like, <laughs> this is amazing. This is the it's way like- we need to be treated. And so we were in this limo and the driver and uh, they were talking to us and they said something like, well, uh, we really, this is not necessarily a faith-based homeschool co-op. So, you know, uh, and they were trying to say everything they were talking about. So don't, you can't really mention your faith. And, and I'm like, you know, you should have brought this up way before now. And so we went and I mean, like, I'm like, as I'm speaking, I'm looking in my head at my kind of what I'm going to say next. And I just couldn't help it. I just had to talk about God. And I can remember some lady said, you just wanted to say Jesus, didn't you? And through the whole thing, you wanted to say Jesus. And even then, in this non-faith-based homes, there was a large percentage that were Christians. You know, and, you know, I've never had a, never had a listener come up to me and say they were offended by something that I said. Um, So I think they get it. Um, But... I do think it could be a fatal flaw in the homeschooling moment movement, because I tell you, if you're not doing it because you think God somehow is involved in it, I don't know how you have the, the, uh, whatever the stamina oh, well, yeah. to keep it up. I mean, why do it? 
um, because you think you can do a better job than an entire staff of people. Um, I think can. that would be a, yeah. I mean, you that's can. what the whole thing is, is your mom, you understand your kid, even if, but you if it's, if it's just an academic that. thing, that's true. If it's only you know, academic, then you're just like, yeah. Cause you know, the truth is a person who spends their whole life doing science, their whole life doing history and, and each person for that, yes, they can do a better job of teaching, you know, but we give them something way better. You know, we get to teach them how to learn. We get to adjust it to their to their learning styles. And so, yes, I still believe that we can do it better. But that's not the reason we do it. We don't do it because we can have smarter kids. And I think, you know, I think it does need to make us more um, aware, maybe, um, because I know the, the the writer of the email of the text or email or whatever it was post Um they said, you know, I used to like to kind of believe that my kids were going to be okay if, in, in the groups of homeschoolers, that everybody was on the same page as we, as we are, and that, you know, I don't have to worry about them. But maybe that's not the case anymore. And I think that is true, you know, not just in homeschooling, but in the church, in everything. You can't assume that everybody is on the same page that you are. I would like, I wish they were. Um, you know, and there are so many times that we would be, you know, we'd come home from something and, you know, Ben or one of the other little kids at the time would say, they say, why aren't we watching this movie? You know, they get to watch it and we don't get to watch it. And I'm like, you mean they told you? They said, yeah, they said they watched it as a whole family. And I'm thinking, what kind of family is this? You know, and I was a little, maybe a little judgmental then, which I wouldn't be so judgmental because now we probably watch those movies. Uh, but... <laughs> But, you know, we were just, we tried to be aware. And sometimes when we we assume the best, or maybe not a best, it's not a best or worst, but we assumed they were thinking like us. I don't think that assumption is, um, is as easy as it used to be. Um, and, and maybe that then that affects how we do things. You know, maybe you don't, maybe you do have to do a little more vetting when you go to your homeschool co-op or... Uh, you know, or even your church or your your Sunday school. And I really, and I never, ever believed, I never believed it was my, our pastor's job to teach my family. It was my job, you know, and I never assumed that, you know, that somebody else was going to do a better job than I could, because I didn't think anybody could do a better job than I could. Um, and again, not because I knew anymore, but because I cared more. Yeah. I mean, I also I do think and we've talked to some of, you know, our past guests who have been very integral to the, um, you know, just to homeschooling in general and making helping legalize it in states and all of that. I do think there is, a, you know, as it's become more popular and there's more people involved and there's bigger companies and there's, you know, governments more, uh, you know, um, using it even or uh, was very much so in the 2020s mm -hmm. uh, or 2020 and 2021 even. Um, I do think there is a danger of you know, watering it down to where people forget why we even do it or how important it is. If it is just purely academic and it is just purely, you know, whatever, any of those other reasons. So I do think it's important to remember why we homeschool. And as dad just said, uh, so I do think there's a little bit of, you know, just being aware of that. Uh, I don't think we need to be fearful necessarily, but, um, I do think it is something that, 
uh, that is what I think would be more likely is that they'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, well uh, you know, this is really good. We really want to make it better, but it's really would be more restricting or more. Uh, yeah, we want to just help you by giving you more standards, you know, so that, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, I think, is more the danger than just people who don't believe uh, are believers homeschooling. You know, that's them and themselves. It's not necessarily a bad thing, even though but. if I was in a big co-op. I would be very aware of what my teacher, my the kids mm-hmm. were learning. So if they had science, I would want to make sure that they believe the, thing, the same things about creation that I believe, because there are a lot of people who don't believe the same kind of things, you know. Or uh, I was talking to someone who, you know, said something in one of their kids' Sunday school classes that a teacher said, and I'm like, really? They said that, you know? And it was just something that I, I was surprised, and I would want to maybe follow up a little bit with that. So, but I agree with Ben, you know, I think that maybe the bigger point will be that we will start to adopt their standards uh, and their standards are not right. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, and really, if you want to get my tail in a knot, that's, that will do it. Um, when we start talking about, again, I already mentioned it, having smarter kids, this has never been, homeschooling is not about, for me, it's not about having smarter kids. Now, if you want to homeschool to have smarter kids, go for it. You know, you get that. But the movement did not begin there. And I think, uh, you know, I, I for me, again, I, I don't want it to be that because I know that's not where success lies. That's not where the happiness of my children depends on. Uh, you know, so, but like smart it can be, kids and, is the byproduct, not the end product, you know, like that's not the goal, Yeah. but sure. It might, it, you know, maybe that will happen, but that's not the, the be all end all of why we homeschool. Uh, right. But, well, I think that's a good place to end dad. If you want to wrap us up for the night and, uh, we'll call it a podcast. Okay. Well, again, I hope you are having some amazing weather. Um, I'm going to be in Saskatchewan um, at their homeschool convention this week, this next weekend. If you're there uh, and you're a listener, make sure you stop and say, hey, um, it's not going to be as cold as it was last time. Last time I was there, it was 40 below zero. <laughs> so um, uh, and 40 below zero is the place where centigrade or Celsius and Fahrenheit meet. So, uh, you know, they meet at 40 below zero and, but this time it's going to be wonderful. It's I think 39 degrees. Oh, it's nice. going to be great. And, that's uh, 80, so 80 hope- degree increase. That's I know that's in, that is really incredible actually. So maybe if you're having some of that warm weather, take advantage of it. You know, if you need to call a, you know, they had president's day on Monday and maybe you didn't take that day off. Maybe maybe you take it. Friday off because it's going to be really warm or Thursday because it's just a beautiful day Um, and enjoy the best part of homeschooling, the best part of learning um, that's family. So have a great week and let that sunshine make you smile. Thanks for listening. We hope you felt encouraged by this week's episode. If you would like more encouragement, make sure to sign up for our weekly email over on our website, thesmilinghomeschooler.com. As always, thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making the Smiling Homeschooler possible. Have a great week, and don't forget to smile.